Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the philosophy, which is a word I was just made aware of literally three seconds yeah, ago. Yeah, I just went with that. I said, who cares? Let's I, go with it. The philosophy. I am so, honestly. I, I support it. I'm, I'm going to be honest right now as we, who are we sponsored by? Who's with our? The, the philosophy is sponsored by DraftKings. Use code CHGO when you sign up to get up to $150 in free bets. We love you, DraftKings. I'm, I'm honestly excited to sit back and learn today because... The flusosophy, I I haven't fully digested it. It's gonna waffigate over me. Waffigate. <laughs> wow! Waffigate. Look at all of these and, words. And, 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 oh. is that Ho- a is that a just, real? One? Just for the record, uh, Hogue called me this morning after our morning meeting. He was very excited that he had uncovered, in essence, the flusosophy of where this team is headed when we get the proper. Actually, I called you about Aaron Rodgers and Pat McAfee, but yeah. It was part okay. That was the reason you called, but you definitely talked philosophy in that call. No, that wasn't the same call. I don't think so. That was definitely that call. <laughs> so, so I'm not now. Hogue's just playing hard to get right now. No, also, uh, I have no idea why I'm wearing an Argentina jersey, but I found it. I bought it in Barcelona in like 2003. I love that Argentina won the World Cup. I'm like, I'm gonna find this jersey you and I'm gonna wear see it. it. Like the crowds of people at Messi's driveway. Like not like that is that's too much. Like I get that everyone wants to celebrate and the the masses of people yeah. along the highway. I was like like I live in like I can watch the one of the highways here in Chicago and I was just picturing like if that was all filled with people and how much anxiety I would have and how I would just not leave my house. The drone yeah. footage of everybody <laughs> singing was so cool. Yeah, like when the actual when they actually won. I want to figure out what cool. they were win- what you, they were singing because that song like was cool. Your, I, I don't even oh, remember. Lay, you, you might like grab your coffee cup. Uh, uh, and do what? Uh, uh. <laughs> she minds. Yeah. What well, are you? Well, I just see my name. Like, look at that. Oh yeah. Well, that's no. A, I mean, it's 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 not spelled like you. We have so a we have different spelling. Did you see that? Don't touch my coffee cup. Yeah, she, it's mine. She did not like <laughs> you touching her coffee. Carmi's here. Carmi V's here. I'm so it. excited. I was like, don't get rid of it. <laughs> Welcome in, Adam Ho, Carmi V, Mark Carmen. They have the same name with one letter different. Yeah. Although everybody spells my name like your name. I don't know why everybody thinks that it's an A at the end. That's interesting because and then everyone spells his name. His with name with an E. Yeah. Yes, and I and I have to tell him like, no, I, I'm not the Italian or Latino. I'm I'm the Jewish man with the A. You got to go A for me, I, and see the same thing. Like, come on, Carmen. I I mean I you know, you're, I mean it's, you're, it's you're, too very. You're in, you're inherently cooler than me. No, that's not true. I think it is. Uh, we we've 
the comment section's already turned into a weather uh, weather chat. Uh, shout out to Bear was weather. It Kenny in Scotland. Kenny's in Scotland. It's fifty nine degrees and dark. That sound the dark part not great, but fifty nine degrees. Oh yeah, because it's what it's probably. Six, oh yeah, I was gonna say it's probably six, six p.m. Yeah, there. It's six p.m. there. The well, sun came up at eight thirty p uh, a.m. in Paris, and it really just whacked me out. I mean, it's well, still. I feel like it comes up late here, like seven. <laughs> 16, I feel like. Something that's not on the show today is actually bear weather. I wanted to discuss bear weather. We can still discuss bear weather. Eh, we don't need to discuss it. I just oh, my well, gosh. KCL, negative 23 with a negative 44 degree. wind chill negative in Montana. Uh, and headed towards Chicago. That sounds great. Can't wait. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the stuff that's coming towards us, right? Because it's, it's coming all the way down. Yeah. It, that's from like the Arctic circle. How about KCL just tuning in from Montana? Let's celebrate that. That's awesome, Casey. Uh... I don't know if that's Casey from Yellowstone, but uh, the show Yellowstone. But I need to watch that. Know, that's the one thing they don't tell you uh, when you watch Yellowstone is that that's what it's like in the winter. Yeah. Well, the yeah. whole show is filmed like when it's nice and it's beautiful, and it, they never show you the winter part. I haven't show. watched I feel like it tourism yet. Tourism to Montana has like skyrocketed oh, yeah. since that. It's a, it's a great show. I love it. I want to um, go Montana. I'm a little behind Not now. Winter, but I got I got. My wife and I got sucked into White Lotus, and all of a sudden Yellowstone went on the back border. I love White Lotus. No, I'm not Burner. in. I'm not in either White Lotus of these is It's good. I mean, yeah, so the, the theme song such a banger. Season it is two. the best. Sarah likes it. Sarah's here. She yeah. likes it. White Lotus. Carm's just. We are all over the map right now. We, we got. We got to Yellowstone. Well, Carm, let the record show. Carm would. I wanted to come in here. I wanted to get a little loose and warmed up with the ping pong game, and he would not play me. Because he said he had to prep for the show. He's still not listening to me right now. And all he did was sit there and watch Dansby Swanson's press conference. The that, that's, 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 not, that's not entirely true. I was, it's 97% true. I was, I was reading the fine athletic piece that was outlining why Aaron Rodgers is such a pain in the ass to deal with. And, <laughs> and it was an outstanding piece. And, You're and not I, helping that <laughs> narrative. And I was it's not what it was meant for. I understand. I, it's mostly tongue in cheek. And I was in the same room where the great Luke Stuckmeyer was zeroed in on Dansby Swanson and how the Cubs are going to win the World Series in 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, one of those years. Congrats, Maybe two. congrats to the Cubs for landing Dansby Swanson in his, was it 738? 738 OPS. OPS, Don't $177 you worry about million. Dansby is going to. Who. Right now, here's a question for you, Hogue. If you had to bet on the next Chicago team to win the whole thing. Bears. Would you go Bears? Because I would go Bears. I would go zero. <laughs> it's never going to happen ever again. Chicago Sky is the answer. Okay, I, 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 well, yeah, I don't know the Sky's prospects, so but between the Cubs. They're very good. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. <laughs> Cubs, Sox, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks. In the history of CHGO, who will get to raise the flag first? As much as I... I think... Here's what I think. I think the correct answer, as much as I don't believe in it and don't want to say it, is probably still the White Sox. They have the best chance right now, yes. Like right now, you the, look at the, the roster... They're the closest, that's if, right. If everything goes right, they could theoretically do it next year... I don't think anything yeah. is going to go right. I think uh, yeah. it's going to be awful. No. I don't trust that organization. I don't do trust anything. anything about them. They're owned by Jerry Reinsdorf, so that's I'm good. 
They are the closest, but that but doesn't mean you need to pick them. Then I think I have no probably idea. the I don't know. I don't think it's close, honestly. I think it's probably the Bears because I don't think because they have the quarterback. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Justin Fields is the best athlete in the city right now. And it's that's and true. it's honestly not close. Bulls best player is DeMar DeRozan and they probably need to trade him. Blackhawks have no one. White Sox is who? Who's the best player on the Chicago White Sox right now? Luis Robert? Um, Seriously. I mean, yeah, maybe. Dylan Cease. But he doesn't live up to it. It's probably Tim Anderson still. Is it Tim Anderson? Yeah. Cease? Does he count it? Yeah. Count? Who? Dylan Cease. Cy it C- could be Dylan Cease. Cy Young Award. Absolutely, absolutely a fair argument. Maybe, but he maybe, only plays every five days. May, maybe the easy, maybe the easy, maybe, maybe the, the right answer, but that's part of the problem. Who's the Cubs' best player? Dansby Swanson. Hey, man. <laughs> is that the best player? It probably is. It's Mallory the most P's husband, yeah. Yeah. So, I did I mean, just, one of the last things I heard at that press conference right before we sat down, and then I promise we'll get into Maddie Rufus's defense, was uh, Dansby Swanson being like, I'm so excited to be here and play with the likes of Ian Happ and <laughs> Jan Gomes. Yeah. Yes, Jan s- Gomes was the second name he said, and I just laughed out yeah. loud. That's a problem. I mean, you, to, like, Mark, who I was exchanging Twitter conversation with today. Mark, you're my man. And I give you a great tip for any tennis player in Austin. Go to the Southwest Austin Tennis Center and see my amazing Bree Rittner, who played, who got to number 61 in the world at one point. And she has a great class on Wednesday nights, Carmi. The point of all this is that you could bet it. You could say, like, if you believe this, that maybe the Cubs have the best organization. It's highly questionable at this point. But at one point, that was not even in doubt that the Cubs were the best run team in town. Right? Yeah. So you could, if you want to bet the Cubs, I think that's a fair, at least you can't make a a super strong case for anybody else. But if you are looking at the best player in town with the most talent and the ability to hit a Super Bowl, NBA champion, NA Stanley Cup, World Series level, it feels just like so far ahead of everybody. Yeah, probably right. Probably right. That's, I mean, so that's a good way to start the show. I was just sitting there in my bed. Someone said in the comments too, it was like, depending on this offseason. Like, this offseason well, right. is going to yeah. like yeah. tell you exactly right. but, like but if just they're actually ha- close or not. But to have that piece, it's like, yeah. I mean, just, yeah. It's the quarterback. The quarterback could change everything. The quarterback is changing everything, minus the Bears winning football games. But it's been the, the most amazing turn of events. All right. Yeah. Um, Keep going. Spluce off to me. Something. It's a flusosophy. Hey, for our CHO diehards, don't forget tonight, happy yes. hour. It's happening, 8-15. Um, you will – it's the link if you if you are a diehard, then you already got my newsletter this morning, which we're about to talk about. The link is in there, I believe. Um, also, we are going to be emailing that out to everyone later. So, CHO diehards, you'll be getting the link. It's also in the Discord, so check out the Discord. Uh, if it's not already, it will be later. We'll be sharing that, and then um, you cool. can – Jump in and be part of the happy hour tonight with Will and Nick. Can we go back to that picture? I don't know. It, I, is, I know for the audio world, sorry that you can't see this, but I've never seen two better-looking dudes than Will DeWitt and Nicholas Moriano and their shady rays just smiling at you. Is that Brad Pitt and, uh, I don't know, Rafael Nadal? What's going on over there? Like, like, these guys are only – Rafael Nadal? I don't know. I don't, no movie, no, no movie star popped in my mind for Moriano. Apparently. And so Carl's mind went right to 
tennis and, tennis. and red hot Rafael Nadal. You could even be like George Clooney. You're going Brad Pitt. Yeah, just yeah, give him the Clooney. You could have gone Clooney. DeWitt looks like DeWitt looks like DeWitt looks like Pitt. That's what I'm saying. And then, well, it rhymes. Yeah, and then Nick, Will Nick, Nick, is a, Nick is a young Clooney. Nick can be a young Clooney. Nick's a young. Okay, I, all right, fine. Brad, Brad, fine. Brad Pitt is not young anymore. Brad Pitt is old. That's that's he's still, he's still attractive. That's that. <laughs> he's, he's old. I mean, that I is. Said, I said this before. I could. I made it 20 minutes in the bullet train and turned it if off. We, if we had, if we, I didn't watch it. If we had a, if we, you know, added modeling into the CHGO business plan. Those yes. two dudes are, are walking down the they're walking down the aisle for us. Okay, well you can stare at them all you want tonight on the happy hour. Yeah. Then all right, eight thirty, right? Eight fifteen. Eight fifteen. Eight fifteen. There. Be there. We will we'll be jumping in too as well to say hi. So uh, make sure you're there tonight. All right. Um, just got weird in here. Also for the diehards, the newsletter is out this morning. Yes. I thought this all came from um, an answer to a question yesterday. Uh, in Matt Eberflus's press conference. But Courtney he, Cronin asked it. Yeah, he was asked about... Um, yep, good question by Courtney. Good job. Um, the Basically, the importance of the three technique. And his explanation to me was, was, uh, was fascinating. Like, Flus almost has a little bit of Belichick in him where if you ask him the right question... Especially sometimes like footbally, right? You know how Belichick like you know, doesn't say anything, right? If you ask Belichick the right question, he will give you two thousand words in an answer explaining like the details of a kickoff in special teams. I think that's more common than people realize. Yeah. Is like if you ask these guys football questions, like at the very least they appreciate it. Yeah. And at the most, then yeah, you're going to get a better answer out of them. So I just want to make sure Bears fans. Listen to this. Uh, well, we, I mean, I'm going to read it to you, and then we're going to talk through it a little bit because I, I want to make sure just people understand why we talk about the three techniques so much. But first of all, um, he said, we call it the engine that makes everything go because in the running game, you can't run at the three tech and you can't run away from him. So it's hard to really dictate where you're going to run the ball. It creates a lot of free lanes for your linebackers to run through in the run game. Mm-hmm. And then what about against the pass? Well, in the pass game, a lot of times when you have a three technique, again, this is Flew saying this, uh, you, and then you have a good defensive end opposite him, then it's hard to move your offensive line that way, right? So you got a good th- three technique over here. You got the opposite defensive end over here. It's like, what does the offensive line do to account for both of those? It creates a lot of one-on-ones. He's typically overmatched on a guard, uh, your three technique then. Typically, your best offensive linemen are on the outside, right? We always talk about how athletic, yeah, most you, athletic, you pay yeah. the tackles, yeah. most athletic guys. Well, so if your best player is on the inside, think about Aaron Donald, why he has so many good adva- you know, matchup well, advantages. Well, they've started moving him around a lot, and he's still right. <laughs> <laughs> Then that becomes an advantage he's for you. He's scary. So um, then the other part, which was a good follow-up, uh, I think Potsy had, is – what does a three technique do to the will linebacker? Because right. we've talked a lot about that, too, since Flute right. got here. You got your three technique, you got your will, the two important parts of this. So um, got this graphic that was in – well, it's not graphic. It's a screenshot from the uh, Bears-Lions game that I included in the newsletter this morning. This is the level that I've been waiting for. Okay, let's go. Well, yeah. here's what's interesting because yeah. not all 4-3 defenses do this, but this is a staple of what 
Flus likes to do. Flusosophy. And it's what the Bears used to do with Lance Briggs behind. It's a a, a very quintessential Tampa 2, like the, yeah, yeah, the old 46 defense. Monty Kiffin, Tony Dungy, Uh, Lovey Smith, on and on and on. Audio world, we've got a picture of the Bears defense. Who's the nose tackle there? Is that Justin? Um, honestly, it doesn't matter. That's not the point. Yeah, it really okay. doesn't yeah. matter. I want, I, well, I, kind well, of the point of the conversation is none of these people are going to be here. Um, except for Sanborn, who's in the Mike <laughs> linebacker, and right. he looks so good. But keep going. But just the point is you put the you will linebacker team. behind the three technique, and um, Iberflus okay. explained it like this. He said, if you do it like we do it, the old school Tampa Bay, Chicago Bears, they would put Lance Briggs – Derek Brooks behind the three technique. Yeah. They would always travel together. That means you're covered to the hit. It would create a lot of things with that. Last place I was at with DeForest Buckner, Shaq Barrett, pretty good combo right there, right? DeForest Buckner, your three technique, Shaq Barrett, your will linebacker. He was always. Leonard, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Why did I put Barrett? Typo. It's okay. Shaq Darius, Leonard. Darius Leonard, formerly Darius Leonard, now Shaq Leonard. Yeah, thank you for that correction. Yeah. He was always covered, job, uh, always covered to the hit. Those two positions are really important to us. Um, what does that mean, covered to the hit? Well, if you, for those that are watching on YouTube, you can kind of see this, but like by putting the will right behind the three technique, he's not exposed to a free blocker. Whereas if you look at where the Sam is on the opposite side, a lot of coaches call that the bubble. Iberflus um, calls it the bubble, but there's a basically an uncovered gap there. So you're, you're essentially just putting your two most dangerous players behind each other to make sure that one of them is going to be free. Yeah. It just makes it harder for the offense to, to cover for that. Yeah. Um, so it, uh, the, the easiest way to explain this is just like what I just said. You're taking your two most dif- disruptive players in your front seven and lining them up in a way where the offense can't account for both of them easily. Yeah. Now, I think what's interesting, guys, about this conversation with the Bears is... I'm with Braggs, by the way. Explain this to me like I'm five. But I'm learning. I'm with you. Well, that's why we uh, gave you the visual. There. Yeah, I really enjoyed that visual. And and Nomad, I did not know that you had these football chops. So good to learn about you, buddy. It was crushing 4-3 defenses. Yeah. So... That's, that's a good point, though, too. The the word dominant seems a little like superfluous there, but that's important. Dominant meaning like a pocket pusher. Yeah. Like somebody that can I don't like using the word penetrate, <laughs> but that's what these two coaches use that can that that are gonna get pushed up front because that's where you get the decision from offensive lines. Like, well, you can't if you set yourself to the defensive end on the other side, then you've got this guy that can get into the pocket from the three tech and he's closer too. So it's like, do you set your line to the three tech, but then you leave the defensive end open and it's, that's what creates a lot of issues. I feel like for offensive lines is if this guy, not only is he there, but he can get to the quarterback, he can get pushed, he can get through the line. Yeah. Which is important. It, it, exactly. And then like, and Foos will also talk about, he said this as, as far back as the combine, um, you know, you have to be able to penetrate, shoot that gap, right? But when they run away from you, you got to be able to hold the B gap. So it's it's kind of a rare player that has to be able yeah. to have that quickness, that suddenness to get through the gap, but also have the strength and power to be able to hold a gap like more like you might do in a in a in a three in four. A three, four yeah. So that's so, where. So hold, hold on, let's just wind back for the three people out there that don't understand what hold the gap means. Yeah, just you got. You want to pull up the that diagram again. So, especially you got your gaps. 
that's why the A between the offensive linemen. So the, the A's the, and B's and three C's tag, are on there. I, I don't know if we need to, to. I'm sure a lot of people already know this, but the three tag defensive linemen go by techniques. So like your zero is over the nose, right? Like over the center. Yep. And then you go out from there in like you got your uh, each offensive lineman is like a two, is two four and then six, but then it kind of gets a little bit weird. And then you've got like the interior ones, which are the odd numbers. So when you get a three tech, that means that they're inside the four. Right. I got Outside shoulder of the guard. Yes. It's a three technique. It's a three yeah. technique. So like those are all positionings. Like the nose tackle in no, this I, one I, is I, in the is in the I, I got two eye. I got it. Where I'm confused though is when you say hold the gap. So let's say in, in this particular play, uh, they run towards the Sam. Okay. 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 So you're t- what is the the, I assume the Will's job is to go get the running back, correct? Even, no. No. He's well, su- it's all about a numbers game, right? Yeah. And then having each one of those gaps, both A's, both B's, both C's, covered. Covered. So that there's Accounted nowhere for, for the running back to so, go. So when Accounted you're saying hold it, then is that, is that mean? Well, think about what the offensive lineman is trying to do then. They're trying to move you out of the gap right, to create the hole, right? So if you hold the gap. Take up space. You're just trying. So... On every play, it isn't always your job to go make the tackle. Yeah, it's I got. I got to be here. I got to eat up this space. I, gotta I got to hold this space. That's I got, what that means. I, okay. So, is there in that scenario in, in the flus in the flusosophy that we're in right now, are two people? Thank you, Lawrence. <laughs> I mean, it was a stupid thing I wrote, figuring it'd be up there for seven seconds, and then we'd never no. Say I think it's the I think it's the absolute start of the show. It was brilliant. Oh the flusosophy. We're in the we're, we are in the flusosophy. I might run it by him in a press conference. I think you should. <laughs> I think you should tell him that we are calling it the flusosophy, and <laughs> I guess we need a t-shirt. And, and we are, by the way, uh, I mean, if we're let's be honest, we have not seen enough flusosophy yet. We need more flusosophy to really feel comfortable that we have the head coach that, well, that's that, going to lead that, us that to the that That's what we're, yeah. Here's why we're having this whole conversation. Yeah, I, I got what's, it. What's, the other part of what you would have read in my uh, newsletter if you got it this morning is I'm not so sure the, de- like the defense might not be that far away because no, I don't think it is. The secondary against the best team in the league right now, the Eagles the other day, played pretty damn well. And showed you that there are pieces in Jalen Johnson, in Kyler Gordon, Jaquan Brisker, Eddie Jackson, I think at this point, is almost assuredly coming back and had a much better year. Showed that he could be a fit in this defense. Yeah. And so your secondary, I don't want to say it's completely set, but it looks pretty good. It looks like a young, ascending secondary that can do the takeaway part. Yeah, you need a little bit. But they're doing everything they've done this year. Without that three technique, right? Without and and, I, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful of Justin Jones, but without that dominant three technique, the, the engine that makes everything go, as Flus put it, right. that they need to go out and get, plus the weak side linebacker that I, I think they'll ma- try to make a, a big upgrade with too. And so all of a sudden, as you add those two pieces, especially the three technique, and I think that's where the Flusosophy will click really takes off. Yeah. So if 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 Justin Jones was sitting. Say right here, my guy. And I said ninety three. My man. Why is he so short in your yeah, explanation? He's a massive he's human being that would eat you. Ninety three. <laughs> I gotta fit him on the screen here. No, like, <laughs> it's, there, there are probably like, I don't know, 
five to seven really good three yes. techniques well, in the so league. Like it's not a it's not an insult to be like you're a good player, Justin Jones. You're no, a good rotational player. I'm not even trying to insult him. I'm just I'm just asking him the question. Where I know you can play all over. I know that's one of the reasons why they brought you to Chicago right. for positional flexibility. Yes. Where do you want to play? Oh. Maybe I'll ask him that today. He's kind of tired of talking to me, but I might ask him that. The rotational player. Honestly, and that's the other thing, too. Oh, this guy again. He's going to give me the uh, Taj Gibson treatment. The interior defensive line also, like, if you can get a rotation up there, all the better. Because, like, you're going to keep those guys fresh, and it's going to keep the pressure on and all the other stuff. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not even, like, a lot of people are saying, like, Jalen Carter, draft Jalen Carter. And I don't think that's a bad idea. But I almost think that you want to get a veteran because of uh, just – Everything like everything hinges on that. I feel like that's going to be an inherent leader on this defense. So I mean, that's it's a really and granted, if you're taking Jalen Carter with like the third overall pick, that's a fair expectation of a third overall pick is to also be a leader right away. But at the same time, I feel like if you bring your veteran in there who's proven who is one of those five to seven really good three techs, that he can instantly command that defense and, and lead it and be one of those captains. Well, whether it's free agency or the draft, and free agency will happen before the draft, so that'll give us a much clearer picture of what might happen in the draft. But I do think that Flus's comments yesterday need to be remembered. The engine that makes it all go. So, in a debate between Will Anderson and Jalen Carter, if that's what it came down to, and my guess is we're going to have better clarity based on what the Bears do in free agency before we get to that point. Right. Um, it's just something to keep in mind because so you think but here's the thing they need both because the other part yeah. of that that I sort of glossed over a little bit mentioned but you need that opposite DN too, too yes to, to really put the to offensive line so in the then yeah then play. you can go and get Will Anderson <laughs> but yeah no, they, back, get them of, both if we're bottom lining what we learned about flusosophy today did we Move in a, a new, this needs to be a new segment, by the way. Yeah. Did did we move in a very significant way to understanding the flus to the point that we have that much more confidence in the flus? Cause there has just been there have been no instances this year. And I'm and I'm not trying to make be negative here because it's it, it's it's fine and I'm optimistic that Matt Eberflus was going to do is going to do a very good job as the Bears head coach when the Bears roster is a lot more complete but I am looking for sort of just bits and pieces of evidence that this dude is really really good at his job I think you have that where but okay can I clarify real quick are you talking about head coaching or defensive coordinator two different I I think it's got to be both I mean like I I'll take it I'll take it as in a leadership form I'll take it in a strategy form I haven't seen it well I think you're I don't think you're giving enough credit to what they've done with the culture Okay, so and that's a three and eleven football team that has no drama you ask at all. Anyone around the league about Matt Eberflus who knows him, who's played for him. I mean, you're like I Belichick never lo- heard. Belichick loves him, and the culture point is is a very fair point. They they are the locker room. We've mentioned it. It it doesn't feel at all like a team that's lost seven in a row on their way to potentially losing their final ten games of the year. It doesn't feel like that, um, and that's. He gets credit for that. But I also don't – 
I haven't heard like a lot of guys in there being like, you know, we love playing, and that, that's fine. They don't have to love playing for him. Maybe that's I don't you know, he's authoritative head coach. That's great, with with high demands, and maybe guys feel a little irritated by him at times because they're being pushed. I got no problem with that, but uh, I've. Your, your point is fair, that, that the culture is very good. And so maybe I, okay, there's one ding for the flus, I for sure. But I, I'm looking for more. I think guys like playing for him. I've talked to guys that like play, that like his defense. It's not operating like it should yet. And so, like, that's not going to be fun for anybody. But at the same time, this last game, the fact that you were you managed takeover take takeaways, especially on Jalen Hurts, who had what three interceptions coming into the game through two yeah. against this Bears defense without and here's the big thing, without getting the push up front. Like you're not getting pressure on the quarterback to force him into hurry throws, errant throws, any of that. This is purely the secondary reading and understanding what they're looking at and understanding how this defense operates to be able to make those reads. Kyler Gordon especially is really better. coming into that nickel spot. And yeah, I think that that's a direct testament to Matty Rufflitz. That's fair. That's he's, fair. A, he's a that's defensive a, back guy. That's that, like his background. I, I, I will I, I – will uh, another point. I will grant you that. <laughs> Kyler, Kyler Gordon has gotten better. Uh, that's true. Without a doubt. And that's – that's a that's point they point a, that's they point give him a chance listen the I, best team. I I I the NFC's best team at least I I, I enjoy the fluce I'm a fluce fan I've been flucing it up for a while fluce you, you sound a little I'm just a, well listen when you when you are down 17-12 and you kick an extra point uh to make it 17-13 in the third quarter I'm I'm looking at you cross-eyed as as well as and I'm not the only one I think most people are like what are you doing and you're the, these are real, really basic well, now it th- sounds like you're talking about head coach well, it's part of this. Well, I think what Carm's now bringing up is are fair questions about the future that still have yet to be answered. Um, so it can it can definitely be both. Um, all right. By the way, the uh, we I saw we have a YouTube poll question: Are you done with your holiday shopping? Fifty three percent saying no. <laughs> I have to say I am incredibly impressed that that means forty seven percent. Are yeah, I'm not. I'm I am definitely not. That's why I put <laughs> it on done. there, and I am so screwed because the, with the storm coming and the freezing cold, I'm effed. You yeah, don't you're like, not gonna be, like Friday. Like good. on Friday, you're not gonna be able to just like run out to Target. I know. I'm. So can, I, can I? Can I actually get into what I still haven't recovered from a moment from this week here two days ago that set my entire week back? We have Was it me beating Wood at ping pong. We right. have shout out to me. Look, I was gonna get out of here on Monday and run a bunch of errands and get a lot <laughs> oh, of things I know done. Where this is going? And and we have an amazing GM here in Jake Flanagan who does really nice things and and he says, hey, I'm gonna get some pizza for the staff. And they're they're just asking who's staying, who's leaving, just to get a number count. And I was like, you know what? Sure, let's get some pizza. I could stay another hour. Everything will be fine. You know, pizza will be here. We'll oh, eat the pizza. This is this is hostile. He's Thing. blaming Flanagan for his Christmas. No, not <laughs> no, at no, all. No. Flanagan. I believe he's blaming the establishment. The establishment, which I'm not going to name, because I believe the pizza was ordered at 1:45 and arrived at 3:35. Yeah. Not and at one point, now you're committed. You can't just leave. What right. you're saying is, is that Flanagan should have gone and gotten the pizza and not gone delivery knowing your Stop type Stop trying schedule. to make this about Jake and something. It's not at all on that at all. All I'm saying is those two hours, <laughs> I never recovered from. Yet. Yeah. Uh, all those errands I was going to run, the Target run, <laughs> the Costco run, um, still hasn't happened. All you know? right, but... 
I will say, I don't have a car, and all my Christmas shopping is done already, so... Okay. Well, aren't Ooh. you fabulous, <laughs> You'll be like, live in the city. That would be like Aaron Jordan dunking on Mel Turpin. I just, Amazon, he big enough? If, whatever Mel you feel Turpin. about Amazon, Amazon is my best friend. Amazon, like, I get, I got uh, yeah, gift wrap, okay, I got everything. Now, I'm going to push back on this. Hold on a minute. What? Amazon is a horrible company that you should not be supporting. <laughs> oh, you should be going to local establishments that are. Um, there are owned. local establishments that you can get through Amazon that are distributors you, on Amazon. You can shop know. local on you Amazon. You can shop That's local. That's true. On There's actually a tab that you can and click. I've done it. I did it just. I just. I did it yesterday with my dad's gift. Oh, okay, you might fine. not get the prime. Well, I hope you're using smile.amazon.com. I am, and it goes nice to a very nice charity that's very close to my heart. Yeah. I'm Wanna be starting myself. something? Got to be starting. I got, something. I got, I got, I got answers for everything you're gonna come at me with. Lawrence, <laughs> I'm prepared. Preston, right. I'm not starting anything around anyway, here. Well, Jeff, if anything, it's in conclusion, Jeff Bezos is gonna own the Bears in ten years. Yeah. So Bears, um, he's Bezos. gonna own the entire NFL in ten years. <laughs> and if well, you're like you see, me, Google is uh, YouTube is um, nearing a deal for Sunday oh ticket, boy. which I like. I'm you know? a YouTube TV guy. I'm a YouTube TV person too, and uh, that would be great. I don't uh, have to do any extra sh- I switching. I have, I have the Sunday ticket. I have Sunday ticket. I have like the app and stuff, but great. It's not a. It's. I mean, the customer service is terrible, so maybe we get better. All now. right. Um. Real quick, we need to talk about our best friends at Comed. Is that me? No, no, it's me. I just okay. Was po- just I was poking me. the it's bear a little bit. Oh yes. I, I love, I, we are, they're our best friends. Lawrence loves ComEd. The ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. ComEd offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across our territory. Customers can inquire about how to upgrade outdated lighting to energy and money-saving efficient LED lights. By the way, I don't think in the history of me doing a read here, Carm hasn't laughed in the middle of it at some comment. I love the chat. Which always throws me off. I'm sorry, buddy. I just love the chat. People are mad. I, I, love, I, I love the whole concept. Wait, that people are mad in the chat? Yeah. No way. I, I, I love the concept that, oh, don't you say one negative thing about the Flues. The Flues like, like has already won five Super Bowls, according to some out there. <laughs> well, that's a, I will, that's, I actually agree with you on that one. And, and, and uh, you can say the all, same about It's the, all or nothing. You ba- say, yeah. How much of a total different conversation about how much of a pass Bulls management has gotten just because they're not gar packs. Oh, well, that's wow. We Have just they done one good thing? Flipped up. Learn about network lighting. <laughs> operate your lights through your mobile device. Track your facilities, energy usage, and more incentives have recently increased for indoor-outdoor lighting and network lighting controls, making these projects even more cost-effective than before. Visit comed.com slash poweringbiz now to start saving money and energy and to start a project, you can contact ComEd at one 433 2700 For more information, email business E-e. at comed.com or public sector E-e. at comed.com. What? What am I missing? That's I, 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 a new Lawrence thing. and That's uh, the email addresses. It's Whatever. business EE. Bezos versus Musk in the chat is one of my favorite chats oh, going oh, on. Oh, Bezos is doing laps right now oh, around Elon. <laughs> please, please no. Yes. Hashtag Bezos versus Musk. It's oh, like the billionaires are, people, are bad. Are, are these yeah, people horrible. really people? I want to know. And yes, Daniel, I am wearing a knockoff Argentina jersey <laughs> that I bought in Barcelona. Like if Musk walked in here right now and just sat down, what would we do? 
what up, Musk? I think no, I literally think I would just get up and be like, I'm, I'm not like, engaging yeah. with this. I <laughs> might I might hit him over the head with that bear's helmet. I wouldn't I wouldn't be that I would be I would be so I intimidated. I would probably just leave. Hello, Elon. Would be intimidated by Elon Why? Musk? No. Or Jeff Bezos? Have you seen that? Uh, I'm intimidated by uh, the uh, waiter. Have you seen Don't Look Up? <laughs> yes. Okay, the parody of the guy who's that like is, basically Elon is like so dead good. on. It's so good. Yeah, that entire movie. It it got nominated for like some Academy Awards, didn't it? Yeah, that it was a good movie. You didn't like it? What? It was terrible. It was not terrible. I don't know. It was I a just, good conversation I, of our society yeah. as a whole. I, I liked how it's constructed too, where it almost takes you halfway into the movie for you to realize what it's really what it's about. really about. Yeah, yeah. And it's just making fun of all of us. Yeah, and for it's sure. dead on. It is. Can you hook I up like Scotty wants your YouTube pass YouTube TV password so he can try it out? <laughs> you can get a seven day free trial. Go for the no, but he it'll you know, be a lot better just to get your password and just never have to pay for it. Um, which we should talk off the air. Anyway, Green Ridge Farm is the greatest place on earth for you to get your Chicago local meat and cheese company. They offer you a better, all natural, delicious, amazing natural option. Uh, yes, the makers of the all-natural deli meat sausages and, of course, the famous meat sticks, which are fantastic for tailgating, happy hour, school lunches, easy thing to throw right in there uh, after the holiday season is over. 16 grams of protein per stick. That's perfect for a post-workout snack. Get my yoga in today. Let's go. And then I'm going to crush a... Don't get hurt this time. Chicken, black forest beef, jalapeno cheddar, spicy chili meat stick. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Right now, you can order any three meat products at greenridgefarm.com and include a pack of the meat sticks in your cart. Those meat sticks will be free when you put that CHGO code in at checkout. You can find Green Ridge Farm. You want to do this, just take a little peek. Refrigerated section, Costco, Sam's Club, or any of your local Chicagoland grocery stores. You throw it in there. Get your holiday season going to the next level, greenridgefarm.com. Yeah. All right. Um, wanted to follow up on a conversation we had Monday because I, I think this has been a very interesting sort of social, uh, I don't know. I'm nervous. Industry commentary? I don't yeah. remember Monday. What's that? I don't remember Monday. So – Remember the uh, what happened in the Tampa Bay locker room ah, post game? Where I think media members were fairly and probably rightfully criticized for being slightly, uh, at least slightly, unprofessional towards a player. Yeah. Oh yeah. At first, was refusing to talk to the media, and then did, and then didn't really want to say anything other than t- still was taking the blame though. So, and. Um, that did happen in Tampa, where Carmi V has spent a lot of time covering the Bucks. Yeah, been in that locker room. Um, then, yesterday, Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show blasts a story that was written by Kalen Kaler from The Athletic mm-hmm. that was what I thought an interesting topic on the hand signals yeah. that anybody who's watched the Green Bay Packers over the course of Aaron Rodgers' career, um, has seen Rodgers frequently do these hand signals at the line of scrimmage, and well, they always yeah. mean something. Yeah, it and happened on third and two when I was trying to hit that second half over, and, and at the Eli, end of the game, Eli called it out with Christian Watson. Yeah, and uh, and Watson didn't see it. So not only was it I thought an interesting story, but it actually turned out to be timely because it actually right, it happened in the game. Happened in the game Monday yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and Rogers just like put the story on full blast. Yeah. He called it um what did he say? He said it's a nothing, nothing a nothing burger. burger. Yeah. And then he said it was uh hold on. I like that Kaylin put this in her bio. Uh exaggerated nothingness. Exaggerated nothingness. <laughs> um Kaylin put it in her bio. Good, good That's a good move. You go girl. Hundred percent. And I guess the 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 thing here is, is is to me is like we we almost have like two ends of the spectrum where it's like I think if if people are gonna rightfully get a little upset at media members for being unprofessional towards the athletes, like at the same time, like to me what Rogers did in calling out Kalen's story in the way he did, um, and Pat McAfee to his credit has taken responsibility for kind of fueling it too. Right. Because he mentioned that oh, a bunch of anonymous sources said that. And it's like, yo, every source in the story was named. Was named. She got quotes from like 11 different players, including Equinemius St. Brown in the Bears locker room yeah. a couple weeks ago. So, yeah, she got guys that are currently and, and have been in the Bear, in the Packers locker room. She got guys that have recently departed the Packers locker room. Like she got her sources. It was so well-sourced. Every source was named, and it was a good, like, range of guys and a range of perspectives. Like, you have one of his best friends quoted in the story that has been with him forever that probably understands him more than anyone saying, yeah, this is kind of a tough offense. Yeah. And um, anyway, I, I just I feel like what Rodgers did was unprofessional in, like, right. calling out uh, uh, what I think was a well-sourced, good – piece of journalism on any not not the most important topic in in football but an interesting one like I've always wondered about the hand signals sure I've always wondered about what Rodgers is doing what they're saying and and the gist of the story by the way to add some more context um was a lot of the players that she interviewed saying like they're hard to learn yeah they're not documented there's no like handbook for what the signals mean they change all the time the hand signal meetings are not fun right they don't always understand them and i i you i think you can fairly read through this long piece and be like well maybe Aaron Rodgers needs to do a better job of working with these young wide receivers to help them understand what the hell he's trying to get them to do. Yeah, or if, and if not Aaron, then, I mean, he said it on Pat McAfee that Jordan Love actually kind of rounds up the signals for that week and, and, and disseminates them. But, like, maybe part of that falls on the coaches. Like, I mean, the hand signals part for me wasn't actually that strange given how I've known teams to operate and that that's pretty standard. Um, I don't know that that many and the fact and how like they're changed every week. They're basically installed with the plays every week. At least that, that's been my experience. Um, they're installed and you go over them in meetings and no, there isn't usually like a handbook where everything is like written in like a little dictionary glossary with like pictures or whatever. Like that doesn't really exist. Usually it's kind of more by word of mouth and coaches deciding like, all right, this package is going to have this signal and that other, all that stuff. But um, my big thing with this whole thing is that Kaylin went into this not like she didn't know about the signals she didn't ask specifically about that this was what was told to her she yeah. was reporting on what guys had been telling her she went into it like this offense seems kind of complicated i bet you that's pretty hard for rookies to pick up what what makes it so hard can i get people to talk about you know why it's so hard for people to pick up especially when you're a young player you're getting adjusted to the league and this is what 
she found out through all of the people that she spoke with that she named that she reported on. Like, there was no real narrative in her story. It was just reporting on what she had seen and heard. And then where we get this attack on Rogers really wasn't until it hit social media and people took it that way. So I just, I like, I think that it's a really good comparison to what happened earlier in the week where we can call out journalists for being unprofessional. But at the same time, we need to kind of keep that same energy when Kaylin did, like, that was very, her job, she did her job to a T. Like, that's really good journalism. And then gets called out by one of the biggest names in the league. Right. And And, then, and you know that the people that just hear Rogers say these things are going to attack her, which is what happened. Which is what happened. she had an awful day. Right. um, Having to deal with that. And and it's just like, honestly, I think Rogers should apologize. Well, so I doubt he will, but I, I really McAfee think he should. Did. McAfee, to his credit, yeah. did and said he was going to address it on a show today, and I haven't seen what he said yet. No, but, I haven't either. Um, Listen. What Rodgers did was completely unprofessional and, and uh, unfortunately, on brand for him. So he, he, it was look, the easy way out. I, Just. He is at the end of his career, and this article, in his mind, was basically putting him on blast for how he's handled himself. And so he felt this is my interpretation that he, he felt like he had basically no other recourse other than to like aggressively defend himself, which is what I would say to Aaron is dude, you are going to end up in pro football's hall of fame. You won a super bowl. You are one of the most elite athletes to ever play the position of quarterback in the NFL. You have absolutely nothing to defend. Nothing. Yeah. You so so you could, you know, what he could have said is like, I'll be honest with you, reading this, it kind of hurt. You know, I there I I might have some regrets about how I could have done some things better. Uh, I, I wish that this had been brought to me when I when I wasn't 37 years old. And by the way, at the, at the back end of a season, we're, we're 96% likely to miss the playoffs. Um, but however, uh, just for the record, I, I am signed up for next year and I'm going to make $50 million. <laughs> so I'm going to take this feedback in, in, in the twilight of my career. I'm going to try to be a little well, bit better. That's the thing too, like him calling this BS. All right, then you're call like you're not calling essentially the article BS because again, she was just reporting what, what she was told. And like, so like that, I think that's why it was, it was a lot easier for Rogers to berate the article and the journalist rather than have to contend with the fact that all of these different players had said that about him because that's not, that's uncomfy. And you're right. Like he should have said something along the lines of like, I'm like, I I don't want guys to feel like that, but don't attack Kaylin for doing her job. But, But like, if you haven't read the article, like, I don't even think any of the comments are like some huge attack on him. Randall Cobb is just is basically just telling you, it's you know it's it's a challenge. Like I, I wasn't ready as a rookie to play with this dude. It, I I sat back and I was I was learning. Yeah, that's not that's not some like I playing with Aaron no. sucked comment. No. So the, I, I mean like good offenses are complicated. But the, but I think the other uh, look, there's obviously a disconnect in Green Bay that has gotten better as the season's gone along. They yeah. they have improved in the last five games. Um, a little bit, you know, enough, probably not enough offensively, but a little bit. And then the other side of this to me is you had Matt LaFleur come out um, and tell Troy Aikman and Joe Buck, and this came Mm -hmm. out late in that broadcast, that, like, they weren't meeting together 
they weren't watching film together as a team. They were just doing it in their individual. Yeah, and they started to, to get together where the quarterback and the wide receivers actually in the same room watching practice together. And Troy Aikman made the comment, I was shocked that they weren't already doing that. Right. And then that led, rightfully so, to questions at the press conference the next day, yesterday, from the Packers reporters who wanted a little bit more context on what was said on the Monday Night Football broadcast. And LaFleur was like, yeah. We used to do that earlier in my career. We got away from it. Not really sure why, and we fixed it. You know, like, so he's taking responsibility for, yeah, we probably screwed that up a little bit, and now we're working on fixing it. And I just, like, kind of to your point, Carl, I'm like, I don't know why it's so hard for Aaron Rodgers to just say that instead right. attacking, you know, an innocent right. journalist who's just doing her job with uh, the story. There was a very subtle comment <laughs> So also these these guys are also just to get to that level in life. You are an incredibly super competitive, yeah. prideful, perhaps irresponsible person at times. Yep. And to well, there's I mean, a lot of egos involved at all times. I mean, including from the reporter side of yeah. it, which yeah. I think you saw come out in Tampa the other day too. There's ways. To, look, I saw Greg Allman apologized on Twitter the other day. I don't know if Jenna Lane has or not. She was the one that posted that video that we talked about on Monday. But, um, you know, good for Pat McAfee. I just think Aaron Rodgers, uh, which day of the week does he talk? Tuesdays. So did he Tuesday talk mornings. yesterday? Yesterday too? Yeah. He, he just he just talked yesterday on, Pat, on McAfee. Or are you talking, I'm talking about the media? He usually talks on Wednesdays, but because it's um, – they're – I don't. I think they're doing something weird because okay. I just don't know if he's going to talk this week. But I don't know. In my yeah. opinion, he should have to say something. He usually talks on Wednesdays. Yeah, I don't, did you see his interview with Lisa Salters after the game? Yeah, I watched that. She she goes. Uh, you got three games left, all against teams that are above five hundred. Yeah, and he know. goes, "Well, one team's right at. How do you feel about your chances? Well, one of those teams is at five hundred. He did it in the press conference after the game too. And it was like, like he he corrects okay. like he's a weird dude. The Lions are seven and seven. They're also six and one in the last. Like then, not the point of the question, dude. Just don't be a jerk. Yeah. Well, it, he's congratulations to Pat McAfee that he's built this relationship with Aaron and he comes on his show and Pat's making eight zillion dollars. That's fantastic. I'm super jealous. Good job by you. Hell of a oh. wrestler too. Yeah. Hell of a wrestler. The, my, the, point, the, the, the point I'm making is this little comfort zone that Aaron has created for himself where he goes on this show and he knows he's not going to get pushed. He knows that uh, it's just, in essence, going to be... Uh, well, A.J. Hawk's like one of his best friends. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, think, no, I think it interview. went from knowing... Like him knowing that he wasn't going to get pushed on the show, which is not the point of it, and McAfee has said that, and that's fine, to now using it as a platform to like go on the offensive about things. Right. And that's where Excellent there's point. an issue. Because, Excellent. Excellent point. Yeah, like McAfee's not going to challenge him, and now he's right. not going to challenge him on right. attacking like, other you're, you're allowed to go somewhere and hang out, but you're, what you're not allowed to do is go into this comfort place and then use it as a... As a like weaponize it, yeah, essentially. Yeah, that's, that's not good. And I don't know the answer to this, but... That kind of seemed like it was teed up for him yesterday. Like it was something he wanted to talk about. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think they did want to talk about the article. Because he seemed sure. ready to go on it. And Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the I lead up to that, Mac, if he said, oh, you're getting, well, there's a lot of talk about your hand signals. Right. And like, that's fine, though. Like, you can address it. Yeah, I think it's an interesting topic. For sure. Yeah. I love the story idea. Well, and you said that that's not even really what she was going into writing about. But like, if that's what came out, I'm like, I love this. Because like, I've always been fascinated and sure. impressed by the Packers' offense and and Rogers' ability to put his left arm behind his back, whatever he does, he grabs his elbow, he taps his head sometimes, he does the hand, 
hang yeah. loose thing. And, like, and, and, and usually for him it to always say, leads to a big play. For him to say, like, oh, this is a nothing burger. Yeah, well, yeah, for you. This is your reality. This is, You know everything. Like, this was a really good way to peel back the curtain and show the process of how this all works. Yeah, and, and Aaron, 12, for the record, you're not the only superstar in the history of the planet that doesn't really relish bringing along rookies and or people that you don't think are that talented, that you need to have it proven to you that you're on my level before I'm going to actually invest in you. That would be over the course of time, much more normal than having some incredibly elite superstar who's, who's willing to baby a guy along and teach him everything that he needs to know to get him up to speed. Yeah. That's not how it really works. So yeah. you're not, it, it's not unique. You, again, something that he didn't really have to defend. All right, hey, um, make sure this weekend, as there's a lot of football on again, four. Hit the like button if you hate Rodgers. Let's go with that. <laughs> 283 people, 43, 46 likes. Thank you, Edward. Give, give me a like button on, on, a, on an Aaron Rodgers is wrong. Let's go. All right, starting tomorrow night, we get four days of NFL football in five days. Does that make sense? That was a weird way to say that. <laughs> um, you should be with hanging out with DraftKings the entire time. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is our go-to in betting on the NFL this holiday season. I'll give you a pick of the week right now. Did you guys see who's starting for the Colts this week now? Oh, yeah. Came out this morning, which I didn't understand why they didn't do this earlier in the season. Nick Foles, baby. It's Nick Foles season. Let's go, Foles. It was this week, last year, when he went into Seattle in a snowstorm. <laughs> Shout out to Seattle getting hit by snow again. Hopefully they've uh, added some snow plows in the last year since they couldn't get that cleaned up while we were there last year. Um, <laughs> and went in there and beat. Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. Nick Foles, baby. So they're three-point underdogs. I don't know if the lines moved out. Who they play again? They play uh, Detroit plays Carmi V. No, who did the Colts play this weekend? Oh, we're on the Colts. Yeah, we're on the Colts. My bad. Who did Detroit? Who does Detroit play? Why are you talking about Detroit? I, I, swear I, I swear I just heard you say something about Detroit. They're playing the Panthers this week. That's what it is. And it's Monday night. They play the Chargers Monday night. Um... Give me there's my pick of the week. I like Colts Nick. will cover with Nick Foles. Um, and right now new customers can bet just $5 on any any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out right now. Everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same game parlay, combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code CHGO. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And my favorite moment of the show is when I get to open up the game time tickets app on my phone and check out the prices for tonight, which should include the Blackhawks. That's right. Uh, Hey, we haven't mentioned it. Way to go bulls. The 18 game Chicago losing streak is over. Oh, one 13, one Oh three getting it done. So the Hawks are way to go. Jimmy Butler for not playing. Hey, yeah, okay. hey, that didn't work on Sunday when Cat uh, and uh, whoever that, else didn't play for true. Minnesota. How many points did they give up? 150 <laughs> points. Shout out to Big Dave. Big Dave, we love you. That was a great video. Loved it. Uh, 
you want to go to Hawks tonight, sit up top, a couple of tickets together. I was Thir- actually thinking about that. What is it? Tell Th- me. 37 bucks each, $74. Sick. Not Might bad. catch me at a Hawks game tonight. All right. We've got a holiday pop-up shop in like the or pop-up area in like the atrium, and I want to check it out. Hey, <laughs> the team isn't like super like it's hey, entertaining it's, it's at this not, point. The atrium fine. was cool for the Bulls game Friday. It's night. fine. I was you, in there. You'll, you'll have a great time watching some Blackhawk hockey. See the atrium, sit up top, buy your tickets through the Game Time app. Do it through the link below if you really want to support CHGO. You know the story. Fifty yard line courtside on the glass. Kermit, you I mean you want to go big tonight? Sit down low. I, I got how you. much? I, I, let, let, let me let me hook that up for Who wants you. Wants to buy me Hawks tickets. Carm, <laughs> we got three minutes to show. We got a whole segment to get to. So eleventh row downstairs right now is uh, is, is uh, eighty eight bucks a ticket. Not terrible. That's normally like one seventy five. All right, game time tickets. Uh, download the app. Fifty million people have done it. I love it. Uh, game time. All right. Before we get out of here, I want to debut oh. a new segment. Mm. It's going to take off. Zero people took my request for videos. Zero? Well, Come on, team. Well, here's what here's your opportunity. We're not going to have them today, but if you want to send us videos to share with us, we will play them right here on the show. It's your opportunity to get on the show. Um, but uh, this is a new segment. I I we're, we might have to workshop the name of it a little bit, but. I'm calling it right now. We do care about your fantasy team. <laughs> Except for Lawrence. Some he still of, yeah, does not care. Some of us care. Yeah, Lawrence mm. still does not care. But look, we're in the playoff season. Everyone's always like, I don't care about your fantasy team. Just because you're bad at fantasy football doesn't mean that you can't care about others. Um, but there's going to be bad beats. There's going to be good stories. Um, and we want to give you the opportunity to do that. Now, I asked for some stories, and maybe it was just a little bit too early in the fantasy football playoffs, but most of the responses came from past um, events. But that's okay. So uh, this one coming from Donnie Sweetness, 2008. I'm at Bears-Packers Monday Night Football facing an undefeated team in the championship. Packers line up for a game-winning field goal. I have the Bears defense, and the points would have cost me <laughs> the points would have cost me the title. Guess what happened? I believe it was Alex Brown. This came up the other day. Bears block the kick. I tie the game. And Hester's kick return slash gold field goal in overtime seal the victory. That's a good story. Especially because he came down to a Bears. That's awesome. A Bears Packer game. And sucks. Imagine the emotions uh, in that moment. Yeah, that's that's pretty sweet. All right, and then um, a second one from Donovan says, 2014, I can relate to this. I had a similar experience. Was in the champion, um, was in the championship year before in the semifinals, double-stacked Cutler and Jeffrey. This was the week after the Cromer situation. You guys remember that? <laughs> yep. Um, after the Cowboys game. Mm. This is the following week, Monday Night Football. Bears were playing the Saints. They're losing 24 nothing. Everything's falling apart in the Mark Tressman era. And Cuddy threw the most garbage time touchdown ever to Jeffrey with 30 seconds left, <laughs> one by a point. Um, we care about that. I do remember that because that, ha- that, that advanced a lot of people in their semifinals was that garbage time touchdown. Mine was similar. It was in the same game with a player most have probably forgotten about. I have no idea how I was in the semifinals and playing this player. It was a pretty deep dynasty league, though, if I remember right. But I had Marquise Wilson. Remember Marquise Wilson? I had him in my flex. And he also 
scored a touchdown in that fourth quarter from Jay Cutler. Cutler threw two garbage time touchdowns, I believe. Marquise Wilson and Alshon Jeffrey. And that one got me to advance in the championship. I was leading my fantasy. Talk, but I still love the stories. I was leading my fantasy league this entire season. Yeah. I'm about to lose in the first round. How do you know? Because it's we it's it goes by it's the ESPN one, so you get the first two weeks. Yeah. And I'm just I'm not gonna catch up. Oh, I don't a, have a good Oh, time. it's a two week. It's a two week. Oh, uh, so yeah. you fell behind last I fell behind week. and I'm not gonna too much to overcome in the first round who, of the playoffs. Who, who, I led the I led the league like the entire year. Who let you down? Who 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 let me down? I mean, oh, on my on my team. Yeah. That's a good question. Name them. Um, no, I had, cause I had both Nick Chubb and Joe Mixon and like at various points, they've just screwed me at, like at their various injuries and like bye weeks and stuff. It wasn't any one person. I don't think I'm going to pull it up though. That's really sad. I have to start two between Josh Allen, Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence this week. Um, it's a good position to be in, but it's also, I was going to say ruining Christmas. Yeah. You're not and really again, no one cares. All right, let's get out and of here. And that's the end of the It's not the point of this segment. We care about oh, you. Yeah, we'll you do, we do care about your fantasy team. Follow us on Twitter, at Adam Hogue, at CarmV, at the Carm. Uh, these two will be back tomorrow night on Bears After Dark. Will and Nick have your preview show tomorrow at noon right here on the CHGO Bears podcast. Uh, tonight is the CHGO Die Hard Happy Hour, 8.15. Again, the Zoom link will come your way for you, those of you who are uh, diehard. Brad Pitt and Rafael Nadal. Yes, <laughs> they will both be there. False advertising. Pitt uh, and Clooney. Um, you Still time to become a diehard. Join us tonight, allchgo.com slash diehard. Go sign up. I don't – well, the rest of us will talk to you. I'll, I'll see you guys uh, Saturday, pre and post. Corey Wooten will be with us. On Christmas Eve. Yeah. It's a Christmas Eve Chris- CHL spectacular. Christmas Eve, 11 o'clock, and we'll be doing a power hour after the game of uh, Bears Post for your Christmas Eve. We're going to let you get out early so you can go do what you do on Christmas Eve. Hashtag Flusosophy. Talk to you tomorrow.